the yearbook sportscast. Lindsay Zarniak, that is not my name. I'm uh, I'm Doug. Uh, Lindsay Zarniak, if he, that name does sound familiar, she's on Fox NFL Sunday. She did host the Indy 500 for ABC uh, a few years ago. Now she's a sideline reporter for Fox. She's going to be doing, uh, this weekend, a couple of days, she's going to be doing the Repus Bowl, super spelled backwards, Repus Bowl rather than Super Bowl, a battle which is unintentional. Of course, it's scheduled before we have the two worst teams in the league, before we know who the two worst teams in the league are going to be. But it's the not annual coincidental battle between the NFL's two worst teams as the Redskins and Dolphins this weekend. Again, Repus Bowl, super spelled backwards, and Lindsey Zarniak will be working that. As far as we know, and this has nothing to do with anything as far as we know, which is nothing, uh, none of her relatives are eligible for the Fox Sports softball team. More on that later. But Lindsey Zarniak, uh, she's doing this podcast better than we are. The full name of this podcast is that's what it says in the yearbook, which is totally not a classic line from a classic movie about minor league hockey. But she has been finding interesting stuff in sports media guides and yearbooks a lot better than we have. This was the winner. This this was the clincher. She has a Miami Dolphins media guide, which she pulled out from just a few years ago. Again, talking about Lindsey Zarniak. And in the Dolphins media guide, she finds herself. That will never happen on this program. Nothing that good is ever going to happen on this podcast. She won uh, right there. That's uh, Lindsay Zarniak. Um, what was it? Yeah, did I say I'm your host, Doug? Says in the yearbook at Hotmail.com to, uh, to complain. The California law to take effect in 2023 that allows college athletes in the state to get endorsement money without penalty. So a college athlete could sign autographs at a car dealership. I don't know why it's always a car dealership in these examples. We just came up with that one right now. But it always winds up being car dealership is what everybody mentions. But an athlete could go to a grocery store opening and sign autographs and would not miss any games, wouldn't lose any eligibility. It'd be completely legal. College athletes could do that. So hopefully that law will help players in non-revenue and non-glamour sports see some of the money that they deserve. There are places where a lacrosse player or a gymnast appearing at a local Burger King will draw a lot of interest. No one has properly explained what happens to the lacrosse player or gymnast under all of the proposals to outright pay players. The California law would not compel schools to actually outright pay players. Now, we agree with paying student-athletes, but the focus of proponents has been on football and basketball, which do make almost all of the money. And you could say football and basketball are what the market will bear. They command the TV money and the high ticket prices, so those players should be paid. But that means you're just arbitrarily, arbitrarily throwing out every other example of everything else that happens in all of college sports. At some colleges and universities, women's basketball is the top sport. At others, it's uh, hockey or baseball. Wrestling might be the top winter sport in some places, not basketball. Who gets paid what at those places? Because networks and cable TV pay blanket fees for football and basketball coverage, the publicity, the ticket sales, the bookstore revenue that comes with a popular women's basketball team just doesn't exist in the universe. The University of Portland men's and women's soccer teams 
charge roughly the same ticket prices as men's basketball. Who should get paid what there? And then is someone going to say, great question, and then not answer it? What about Division I AA football teams? A lot of them are a very big deal, but they're not making the big-time TV money. Are they among the blessed football teams that are going to see a windfall, or do they not count either? Paying all NCAA, NCAA athletes the same amount of money would solve the problem, and then the breakout stars could land additional endorsement money. But no one has said if that's the way it's going to be. Until someone does say that, University of North Dakota hockey called. I think in all this time, I've been juxtaposing Lacey Chabert and Lacey J. Dalton. They are not the same person. Lacey Chabert is the actress who keeps winning the only one trying award in every Hallmark movie she's in through dozens and dozens and dozens. That's a compliment through dozens and dozens and dozens of Hallmark movies. No one is trying, not even the director. She is the only one putting in any efforts. So she continually wins the only one trying award in all these movies. Uh, You might recall her from uh, party of five. That was like a hundred years ago though. Uh, She had mean girls is another one where she was uh, older. She was an older type person having a baseball manager, that's in complete harmony with the front office. Front office says player X should bat seventh and play every other day. Manager completely agrees and carries out plan. Has been completely embraced by Major League Baseball. But sports are a zero-sum game. So no matter what the system, somebody's going to win and somebody else is going to lose. So not everybody's young, new age, player-relating, statistically savvy, and totally agreeable manager can work out. And the first two to not work out are Gabe Kapler and Mickey Calloway. Two years ago, Gabe Kapler's three-page-long bio in the Phillies' spring training game program included his picture next to an analytics chart, and it also included the line, quoting, the Phillies franchise is now fully committed to advanced metrics, end quote. A Kapler story is going to look great in a movie. He had music playing in his office as manager. He had stories about ice cream. He did advanced metrics things like having his outfielders change positions for every batter. In the movie, he's going to make all these radical moves and have music playing in his office, and the Phillies are going to show everyone up and win the World Series. But in reality, Kapler was fired a week after the Mets fired Callaway. No way. This is the beginning of the end of MLB's new organizational flowchart thing. Advanced metrics Red Sox manager Alex Cora, for example, couldn't do anything wrong in 2018, and he won the championship, and the players on the rosters these days are relatively cheap. But it's still weird that right away the Phillies and Mets are talking about hiring Buck Showalter and or Joe Girardi, which would be the opposite of Cora. The Angels and Royals are also looking at guys who go against the current trend. It doesn't mean any of those people will actually be hired, and it doesn't mean that they shouldn't be hired. I think there should be room for John Farrell and Joe Girardi to manage in the majors again. But with the creepy manager-as-front-office extension model only two or three years old, it's still really surprising. It's jarring to already see at least the publicly mentioned candidates not fit that model that, again, has only been around for two or three years. And the Fox Sports softball team, which doesn't exist, is really starting to come together. All by themselves, the Pawtucket Red Sox AAA minor league baseball team have added two players to the Fox Sports softball team. To be on the team, you have to be in sports and related to someone who's on Fox Sports. The Pawtucket Red Sox, or Paw Sox as they're called, in their front office, they have Jack Verducci, the nephew of Fox baseball broadcaster Tom Verducci, 
And in the preseason, Pawtucket had pitcher Daniel Slareth, son of former NFL player Mark. And Mark is a color commentator on Fox NFL games. Those two joined Nebraska football assistant Frank Verducci, Jack's dad. And by the way, he and Jack are also eligible for Sports Illustrated softball team because of Tom. And also Nebraska wide receiver J.D. Spielman, who's the nephew of Fox NFL Sunday commentator Chris Spielman. Actually, is that it? I really thought we had five. But I guess we don't. Lindsay Zarniak, again, not trying to be creepy. I just, I don't know how many kids she has, but her kids are young. So there's no relatives of hers that we know of that are like the general manager of a team yet. So she's not on, they're not on the Fox sports softball team, which doesn't exist. <laughs>